Thanks for downloading this official Munster Rugby podcast. For more, go to munsterrugby.ie or subscribe to Munster Rugby on SoundCloud or iTunes. Hello and welcome to the Crooked Feed podcast. We're delighted to be joined by Mike Pittman for the latest episode. Mike joined the province's development department over the summer in the newly created position of technical skills development coach. We spoke to Mike about the new role, his life in rugby and the importance of developing skills from an early age. Mike, thanks very much for joining us. Um, your, your role is Technical Skills Development Coach with the Rugby Development Department. Could you give us a bit of an overview of what the role entails? Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a mouthful to start with, isn't it? Uh, but um, generally, if you had to paraphrase it, I guess it's the, the quality controller. Um, and we're focusing in the unstructure, so the talent of the athlete. And the target market would be between 15 and 19 year old would be generally the athletes I'm dealing with, but it's not limited to that. And uh, so it's, uh, the role's a few things. One of them is ensuring that schools and club have uh, skill sessions, uh, opportunities, ensure that technical skills, details are understood. The purpose is executing cornerstone skills uh, correctly. So we're trying to develop muscle memory effectively. Okay, So it's not perfect technique we're after, it's better technique so we can um, get more power, more accuracy, or the technique is safer in a tackle situation. So it's so really we're trying to develop these cues that athletes can refer to for self-correction in that, and that's those key points, those details, to uh, form those muscle memories. So would that involve kind of going in and speaking to the coaches in clubs and schools, or would you be doing sessions with the, with the players themselves, or would it be with the other department staff? Yeah, um, it's a bit of all of the above, uh, main, mainly the players at this stage. Uh, and it's it's trying to get them to understand the feel. So for a lot of it, um, with muscle memory, we're trying to get about 70% success rate. Uh, when they go into a game, they won't do it because they haven't developed that muscle memory. But um, through just slowly evolving it, and over time, we're hoping that with a shorter amount of space and time and distance, um, more environmental influences that they're exposed to during those repetitions they'll be able to execute those cornerstone skills more effectively over time and you're only in the door a few months now but how have you found the skill levels of the players that you've been working with so far uh bit mixed to be fair um defensively very good um and it's almost a structure focus that i'm, I'm discovering here so an example of that is Rather than seeing the space that's in front of them, and I'm talking particularly out wide, um, we're seeing body shapes turned in, looking at the ball carrier, rather than seeing opportunities in front of them and reacting to that. So we can do, and there's opportunities there, which is really exciting because we can get a bit more expansive, um, and there's little technical cues like catching it early, having a, getting in position early and having a quick scan and feeding that information through. So that's that's sort of been a, a major sort of focus since I've been here, is just trying to create that awareness around where is space, and then working backwards from there is how do we effectively create space. So we're talking about manipulating body shapes to be able to create space. People probably think of 
offloads really as mainly kind of you know they think of skills development they probably think of offloads and playing this barbarians type game but it's there's much more to it than that isn't there oh yeah, yeah there is um <laughs> yeah there, there is but uh i won't i like offloads i think it's a really exciting exciting part of the game now uh and it's just a way to get that continuity going and that go forward so now i'm big on catch pass i'm big on offload but a lot of other stuff needs to happen before that can happen so how are we carrying the ball are we controlling the nose are we using our footwork are we trying to get the ball into space and a lot of the time the answer is no because we're again we'll focus on structure and we're catching tucked in so we've only got the option of carrying it hard rather than um, maybe possibly of four different options how are you enjoying the role so far? Yeah, it's been good. It's been a great challenge, actually. So uh, still finding my feet and uh, identifying where opportunities are. But it's uh, it's a great province and with a large history. And, and I love coming here, part of the weather, but uh, we'll get over that. <laughs> but um, what I like is it's good people doing good things here. And, and that's really important for me. Like um, I, I love dealing with people who love to learn and can challenge you as well so yeah that, that was a big part of, of taking this role is that I knew the province and I knew what they're about and along with working with the younger players I've noticed you've kind of attended a few senior sessions are you just having a look at what the guys are doing or do you have any input yeah so um for that it's I want to be filtering the information down so there's I guess a bit of continuity uh, um, and a large part of what our, my role will be about is so that when these athletes mature and, and are at the level when they're accepted into academy or even Munster, that uh, these coaches don't have to work so hard on correcting their technique. They can focus on other things. So, um, yep, we're, we're essentially just trying to bring what they're doing down the down the line of chain. We've seen a lot of the Munster academy players and younger guys move into the sevens for a year or two to upskill is that something you think that's um beneficial for younger players playing sevens sevens is massive for skill development so it's essentially every time you play uh you're executing more of the cornerstone skills more often in a, in a intense you know uh, sort of environmental inf uh, factor there so there's a study done on one of the under 18 island fellas who they compared him playing in one of the Interpros, so this is the under-18 games, so that's 70 minutes versus his involvement in just four under-18 um, games of seven. So that's 70 minutes versus 56. And so executing, he did 17 passes in the four games of sevens compared to zero passes in the game of rugby. Uh, the breakdown, he was involved 26 times versus three in rugby. Offloads seven versus one, uh, tackles 18 versus two. So straight away, because there's less people in the park and more space, your skill has to be better. So yes, you get exposed, but that's a great learning opportunity. So we're looking to use a couple of programs like this to, to monitor the skill level and see how far we can get people to progress and just execute these cornerstone skills more often using the best technique they can. What, what plans have you put in place going forward? We're going to focus on schools, so under 18s, um, and the A's, the B's, the, uh, the C's, the schools. Uh, so it's all about participation at this stage. We want to do a program that's got continuity and a pathway as well. So uh, it's because it's, it's really hard going into a sevens 
blast, so like a day event, if you don't have a bit of background behind you because you get fatigued, it's, it's, it's challenging. So if we can build that over a series of uh, weeks, it's going to be a lot easier for the athletes and particularly for school improvement. So we've got an under-18 program. Um, where it'll be a series where they might only play two games a night and then go progress into a tournament. And then we'll look to select county teams and replicate that again. So we're looking to develop coaches within there as well so they're getting the right information and just being exposed from that. And then for those under-18s, we're looking, working backwards off the national program of what is available uh, Ireland under-18s, for example, and trying to get that um, exposure from um, Anthony Eddy. So he'll come down and view a few of those as well. So the idea is we're going to get more people into red jerseys and more people into green jerseys, hopefully as a result. Uh, the senior and the men's, uh, men's and women's, sorry, um, we're, we're looking at a probably more concentrated squad and work with those athletes for a longer period of time. Um, and the challenge at the moment is there's nothing really around Ireland that, that, that other than Kinsale Sevens that is available. So we've got to grow the program further down the track, but we're, we're looking at uh, doing Kinsale in Amsterdam, uh, touch wood, and just monitor those people, create a culture of real fun, because that's what Sevens is, that's the difference. You've got to switch on and switch off, because it's a long day. Um, and, and really that, that skill development focused. Your role so really encompasses more than just kind of the elite level. There's a lot of participation involved, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, and it's sort of, we're working in a, a pyramid scheme, really. It's, uh, yeah, getting the base there and then just filtering them up. And uh, we want to create that continuity, of course. And as I said, the pathway for them to progress uh, we want these athletes to go as far as they can, so we've got to provide opportunity for them to do so. So there, the opportunities for you um, working with, you work with the male and female players throughout the the system? Yeah, that's, that's right. So we'll do a big focus on skills and then fatigue those um, the athletes and see how well they are executing those skills, for example. Um, as I said, sevens is a little bit different, so it is a real almost unstructure concept so the only time we use structure is to create unstructure in sevens so we want it to be messy and that's great for the athletes because the, rather than looking in they're looking out and seeing where space is they're learning to manipulate body shapes and able to create space rather than run with the ball sideways and drag the defender over so this is this is all stuff that is going to aid athletes and hopefully give that point a difference compared to other island uh, regions because geez island we need to catch up you know like everyone else is doing sevens for a long time and um we've anthony's done a great job in getting the men's in the circuit but at a national thing uh we we just don't play it enough here at that participation and the regional levels for it to be effective so you see success in sevens will lead to a knock-on effect of more success in the 15 aside game as well oh yeah yeah hands down like Yep, 100%. <laughs> and I think it's a real mindset a mindset shift that we have to take on because everyone looks at sevens and goes, oh, yeah, there's a certain athlete. Well, okay, maybe, but we can, we can learn so much from the game and take it into the 15s. Like, it's just a modified version of the game. So, again, all those passes, the breakdown, the offloads, just um, defense, um, footwork, you know, all these things 
that is going to help us improve as an individual is just uh, is next level, really. So rewinding, uh, where do you come from and when did you first get into rugby? Yeah, so um, you'll notice the accent is, is not Cork. Uh, I'm from New Zealand. I've got uh, Irish ties. Uh, so when I was at high school, um, Joe Smith was my coach and was for about four years. Uh, so we had a pretty successful team there. There were a bunch of hard workers. It kind of reminds me of this province, actually. Um, so no, no massive superstars. It was just guys willing to work hard for each other and get off off the ground to get into position to do the next job. Uh, but we did really well. Um, from that I went to university and, and did a degree in, in sport marketing and in sport uh, coaching. And was lucky enough to get a few opportunities with a provincial side, men or two there, and New Zealand Divisional, New Zealand Universities. Got, it, got thrown into New Zealand Sevens late. Um, never actually got to go on the tour, but uh, <laughs> uh, I've got a photo which I love. Um, dragged into the camp, and there's about eight All Blacks, and there was 16 of us, and 12 got to go on that uh, UK trip. So no, it was an interesting time, but um, great experience. So you played Manuatu, that was in the, the Mitre 10 Cup, was that the competition? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was it, yeah. Um, and New Zealand Divisional, which we ended up uh, drawing against Italy, and we played against Ireland as well, and, and they gave it to us. Um, and fair play, I think Brian O'Driscoll scored three tries that day. So um, we learned a lot that day, <laughs> but it was a nice little way to meet people before coming over to Ireland as well. Uh, from that, I went to Dolphin, and, and I, I got a couple of games for Munster, sort of friendlies. Uh, got a bit injured, returned to New Zealand, stayed a little bit away from rugby for a little while and returned into it through work and fell in love with sevens again. So I got involved with um, coaching women's sevens, thinking, oh yeah, this is a pretty good team. And just yeah, blown away with their devotion, dedication, school level. There were some true champions there. And we, um, I coached them for three years. We won two nationals and just, yeah, I, like they're, they're still going strong. And what position did you play in yourself? Uh, it's funny, I started as a halfback and then for men or two, uh, my first game was at first five, then I became a fullback and then a wing. And it's funny, it's like most people go in, I go out until I was left right out, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, was, was there much of a chance of getting involved with any super rugby clubs along the way? Or no, not really, no. Um, it was, uh, I'm not the biggest guy. And I actually got dragged in to train against the All Blacks once. And I remember marking Jonah and just thought, how do you compete with that? Like he's, you know, just as fast. I've probably got him on agility, but uh, <laughs> I can't get near him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I didn't have much of a chance height-wise on the wing there. <laughs> Maybe I should have specialised in halfback. But I'll tell you what, playing all those positions, it gives you a great sense of what other positions require and different types of skill sets. So uh, I think that was a nice little feather in the cap. So you went from the New Zealand Sevens team to Dolphin. How did that come about? Uh, it was actually a, a friend of mine was coaching the team and um, I was kind of at the stage where I just wanted to spread my wings a little bit, experience something different and uh, the time was perfect so um, yeah it was a good bunch of lads 
yeah, I'm, I was quite fond of that. That was one of the my favourite clubs they ever got to play for. And uh, I think we were, we were in second division and won it that year after almost being rele- relegated the year before. So it was, it was a nice little, yeah, nice little time and period for Dolphin, I guess. When you were playing with Dolphin, did you have a job over here as well or was it just rugby? Yeah, so I, um, I've, oh, like I said, I can't really sit still. So I, I found a job. I was actually at uh, Roachtown Leisure Centre, uh, fitness instructor there. And uh, that's where I met my beautiful wife. So... Uh, uh, she she was my boss, funny enough, or became my boss. It worked out pretty well. So did she go back to New Zealand with you, or did she come back after? Yeah, so she came with us. So 15 years in New Zealand, so she spent pretty much her whole entire adult life there. So we're we're making adjustments now and reconnecting with friends over here. And and yeah, brilliant, Mike. Thanks very much for your time. Really appreciate it, and and good luck with the role. Thanks for downloading this official Munster Rugby podcast. For more, go to munsterrugby.ie or subscribe to Munster Rugby on SoundCloud or iTunes.